0: What's up, everyone from all around the world, including Canada, USA, Long Island, plus the five boroughs of Brooklyn, Bronx, Manhattan, Staten Island, and Queens? I'm here to guide and help you about Anchor. Anchor is a free hosting site and phone app which is owned by Spotify. It's the easiest, awesome way to make a podcast. Why are you wasting your money paying for a hosting site to promote your podcast with limited storages? Forget about it. Let me break it down to you. There's creation tools that allow you to record, edit, monetize, add music, intros, music outros, especially distribute your podcast to streaming platforms, uploading episodes with limited storages of your podcast right from your phones, computers, Laptops and tablets. You can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. Plus, you get paid some money in your pocket from sponsorships. Excellent. These are the keys you need to make a podcast, including the listeners supporting your show. That way, you can listen to the episodes of my show, Off the Meat Rack Chains, New York Podcast, the unfiltered comedy Entertainment show about the stories mixed with entertainment news, music, real life segments, and much more. Now, where can you find, follow, and listen to the show, you ask? You can follow the podcast on Facebook and Instagram, all in one word, off the Meat Rat Chains New York podcast. Alongside with my other show, Meticulous Vibe Juice podcast, and my primary handle GMoneyStacks555 in Queens, New York. Now, the streaming platforms goes like this. We are on Anchor, Audio Burst, Breaker, Podorama, Listen Notes, Spotify, Stitcher, Deezer, Podchaser, Pocket Cast, Podcast Addict, Player FM, TuneIn, Reason FM. We are on PodFriend, Podorama. Google Podcasts, Amazon Music, iHeartRadio, and YouTube. If you have a dream of creating and becoming a podcaster like myself and individual friends that is co hosting with me, go download the free Anchor app or you can check out Anchor.fm to get started. Take advantage of the opportunity that's thrown in your face. If I could do it and reach success, so can you. I'm G Money Stacks. Thank you for listening. Let's go. Hey, good evening, USA, international Long Island, aka Strong Island, plus the five spots of Brooklyn, Bronx, Manhattan, stand Island, and Queens. This is your man, G Money Stacks, aka the Greginator, YouTuber, host with the most, misunderstood, lonely nomad, unstoppable, independent podcaster, and rookie podcaster, aka Queens, New York native of Laurelton, Queens, New York. And you're rocking and hanging out with me on the 253rd episode of off the meat rack Chains new york podcast titled typecast and <clears throat> and um <clears throat> we're live and direct from stream yard alongside with youtube and alongside of myself is the instagram live feed of the podcast show page make sure you turn on your notifications so you can know when each episode is going to be um, posted and uploaded to stream platforms 3 days a week which is supposed to be Mondays, Wednesdays and Fridays, all right? Um so yeah. One moment. <clears throat> yes yeah, so i hope y'all enjoyed your april fool's day weekend um and no i didn't have any pranks um done onto me on april fools you know <laughs> i don't know that's never happened to me but anyway um if you missed any new and previous episodes whatsoever don't worry i got your back on everything. And in the meantime, why don't you go ahead and grab that subscribe button for me on the YouTube channel page of G Money Stacks Five Fifty Five, where you see all the New York epi- New York episodes on there, and and tap the the notification, the notification, and alongside with alerts, so you can be reminded of when you can know the date the time and the month of of each podcast show um recording via live stream leave a like and a comment along with the episodes and stay tuned for more of your content upcoming episodes um new yes new and previous episodes included download the episodes share the episodes share the videos alongside with with listen stream and watch the episodes in case you missed any of them and um also tell a friend to another friend spread the word to everybody including people that have you know businesses or their own businesses um music artists whoever man you know what i'm saying and i'll handle the rest at the end of the show and i do apologize for delaying the episode and along with upcoming episodes um due to um due to work and due to um and due to and due to the fact that um i needed to make sure that i am basically you know you know in good in good spirits and well enough and fully energized, so I can bring you more, more new content of episodes and stuff. You know what I'm saying. Um. So yeah. All right. Um. Without further, ado, without further ado. I hope y'all doing all right, though, mentally, physically, and spiritually, though. You know what I'm saying? And and I know sometimes, you know, it's okay to not feel okay mentally, physically, and spiritually. And we all have dark times that we go through. You know what I'm saying? And that's not really something you could just, you know what I'm saying? I'm, I'm just like. You're not the only person that's going through this, so you're not the first, so don't worry. You have plenty of people who actually care about you as much, so be be surrounded by those who actually show compassion, you know what I mean? So anyway, without further ado, let's get into some New York Mass Transit files right here. And I got some bad news about the fare hikes, man. Unfortunately, you're going to have to pay a little more. I'll fill you in after I introduce this segment right here. I got some bad news for all your transit commuters out there that's in the new york areas of the five boroughs um this is gonna it's gonna sound crazy but we have to talk about this <laughs> we gotta talk about this though um let's see we gotta talk about this anyway here's what's happening here And this is from amny.com, the, my favorite website to use to get my topics from. Anyway, so let's get into it. So, MTA Chair General Lieber warned that fares on subways and buses and buses could rise to over $3.50 per ride without an infusion of funding from Albany in the state budget, which is due on Saturday. Well, too late for that. <laughs> Lieber at the monthly MTE board meeting on March 29th cited, a November analysis by state comptroller Tom, um, Tom DiNapoli is saying that without an infusion of recurring funds, the transit authority could be forced to hike fares north of 80 cents. Oh boy. That would bring the fare for for subway and bus rides to three dollars and fifty five cents, well beyond the already controversial pair of five point five percent fare hike scheduled for this year and twenty twenty five, and pose a significant financial strain on millions of riders. It's a it is essential that Albany move quickly on, on to a budget that a budget deal that will fully address the MTA deficits brought on by COVID and to head off service cuts, master fare hikes, and God forbid layoffs and other undesirable impacts, said Lieber, who visited Albany on Tuesday to press the issue with lawmakers. COVID demonstrated that public transit is an essential service like police, fire and sanitation, and it ought to be funded more like those essential services With less less reliance in our structure on the fair box. Shit, that's that's fucking crazy, man. It really is. It really is fucking crazy to be honest with you. And look, I said this. I said this shit time and time again, folks. For those of you that's living in the New York area, and and wondering what the hell's going on with the fair hikes and shit man this is what's going on here and this to me sounds like they're putting it on a, it's, it it's it's like they're putting it on an act to to make it sound like they don't have it they don't have a lot of money but at the same time it's like <laughs> like you don't want the you don't want the people who are basically working for the MTA to suffer, but then you gotta think about the commuters who work hard for their money too. You feel what I'm saying? That to me is just a slap in the face, man. You know what I'm saying? I get the I get the future projects that they have to do. Um the issue is that it's just too much fucking politics, man. Why don't you just go ahead, talk to the people and then just, just get your shit together, man. Seriously, a lot of people are gonna stop taking mass transit because of these fare hikes, and and it's pretty much <laughs> you can say the same with with um gas prices too. But that's a whole different story right here. Um. Okay. So. <laughs> um, yeah. So, with daily ridership still well below the pre pandemic average, as many New Yorkers adjust to permanently working from home and federal COVID relief money running dry, the MTA is facing down a nearly $3 billion budget deficit that it legally must close one way or another. Oh, wow. <sighs> i had to do enough i'm gonna do an update on that shit too man see what's going on past april 1st and let's see um the agency says it's working on identify working to identify $400 million in efficiency savings, but Lever has stressed a need for a new status quo on transit funding, less reliant on fair revenue to provide baseline service. Hmm. In her executive budget, Governor Kathy Hogan proposed plugging The deficit with a slight increase in the payroll mobility tax on the downstate regions largest largest businesses among no, along with future casino revenues and shifting 500 billion 500 million of paratransit and student metric car costs to the city lieber has praised the governor's plan arguing that the payroll mobility tax would provide stable predictable funding for mass transit but virtually everyone else has gripes mayor adams said the 500 million dollars cost shift was neither fair nor affordable to the city suburban legislatures legislators said the payroll tax should be um levied on city businesses and advocates and Labor, and Labor said Albany should invest in expanding service. The legislature emboldened to challenge the governor after successfully defeating her nominee for chief judge, tore apart Huckle's rescue proposal and started anew. The assembly and Senate proposed direct cash infusions into the alien authority and permanent funding increases through taxes on corporate revenues instead of payroll. Other proposals include new surcharges on for hire vehicle rides and streaming service subscriptions, as well as a residential parking permit program. HOKU and the legislature are at a standstill on various issues besides MTA funding, including her housing, her housing plan and the state's bail laws. And Thursday, the governor governor said that observers shouldn't expect a budget deal before the April 1st deadline. If that happens, lawmakers may pass an extender of the current budget to ensure state employees get their paychecks on time. Lieber said on Wednesday, the MTA is planning for any scenario, even getting money for service expansion, despite that not being on the governor's or legislatures um, agenda advocates have claimed that claimed the MTA could ensure no one ever waits more than six minutes for a subway train with a three hundred million dollar annual investment from the state. While Lieber himself has said fair hikes could be avoided entirely with three hundred and fifty million dollars. Oof. yeah that's terrible man yeah I, I get it but in a sense it's just it's a little i don't know man i just feel like this is just crazy though and um we gotta talk about the uh the subway station agents yeah let's talk about that one right there uh let's see let's see Yes, here it is. And this is from the Jackson Heights Post. I didn't know they had a uh I didn't know they had a post. <laughs> anyway, so this is from the Jackson Heights Post, which is in Queens, New York by the way, by Roosevelt Avenue. Um subway station agents at the Jackson Heights Transit Hub at 74th Street and Roosevelt Avenue are now deployed outside the new customer service booth assisting riders of the 7 F and E subway lines. New York Transit President Richard Davey and Senior Vice President of Subways, um, Demetrius um, Critchlow donned yellow customer service vest and joined station agents during Thursday's morning rush hour as they walked the mezzanine, 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 mezzanine's, mezzanine's turnstile um, areas and platforms um um today is yet another another day of progress as we improve the customer experience and deliver faster cleaner and safer service said david said david said customer service centers are open across the system bringing service directly to to the riders at the stations they use and in a double win, our station agents will begin their new enhanced role out of the booth, directly assisting customers. Actually, that is a good, that's a good idea. That's actually a good idea. Um, agent, the agents assisted riders at the fare machines monitored safety and cleanliness on platforms and across station areas and reported issues in a timely manner. The MTA opened a customer service center at the Main Street Transit Hub in downtown Flushing last month, and it will open another at the Suffern Boulevard, Archer Avenue, Jamaica, no, yeah, Archer Avenue, JFK Airport station in downtown Jamaica by the end of the year. End quote, navigating our city's mass transit system can sometimes be confusing, so riders need to have places to go where knowledgeable MTA employees can help them with directions and and address their other customer service needs, Queensboro President Donovan Richards said, "The customer service centers being open in our subway system are intended to be those places and should do a great deal to help make our transit system more user friendly." I'm glad three of these centers will be open in Queens before the end of the of this year and I encourage riders to take full advantage of the service the services these centers will be offering. Station agents working at customer service centers receive dedicated training on omni equipment which stands for One Metro New York and all dedicated customer service functions the centers provide. The centers are repurposed station booths that feature enhanced lighting, canopy, and wrap signage to create a more inviting and welcoming customer environment, according to the MTA. Our our new customer service centers were developed in collaboration with TWU Local 100, and we are happy with how they are working out. TW local 100 vice president for stations, Robert Kelly said, these new customer service centers are helping to make the transit system more friendly and convenient. The agents will also provide riders with information about how to commit, excuse me, submit complaints and receive updates and information on train delays okay next we have um the biking parking pod okay so local local micro mobility startup um oh one on Wednesday opened up its nearest hub for bike parking at the Port Authority Bus Terminal, part of what the company hopes is ultimately a network for secure storage for two wheelers throughout the five boroughs. The O1 pod on 42nd Street outside the, t- the bus terminal can se- securely hold 20 bikes and is completely free to use with a membership allowing access via a key card or phone app spots on the vertical smart lock racks are available on a first come first serve basis and can be held for 72 hours before the absence of notification about inactivity the port authority spot is the company's third permanent space in new york city with another hub outside atlantic um, terminal in Brooklyn and a mini pod outside Grand Central Terminal, while another is set to open at Hudson Square near the Holland Tunnel entrance next month. But the company's founder, Brooklyn native, Shabazz Stewart has his sights set much grander on a U.B. Quish's network of bike parking facilities all over the metropolitan area. He believes that his pods reassure folks are wary of bike theft and encourage wider use of cycling and micro mobility as a means to get around. Secure bike parking is absolutely essential to create a robust micro mobility. Michael, mobility. Excuse me, economy. Said Stewart. Said at the grand opening on Wednesday, one quarter of all households in New York have experienced bike theft. Oof. Yeah, bike thefts is just create. It's just creating more problems, man. Yep, yeah, more problems. Yeah. That part right there. Yeah, anyway, um, where was I? Right. It is m- more acute for people of color and the working class. For the first time, thanks to the port authorities leadership, we have a template for a network. Of secure bike parking centers right here in the heart of midtown on one is in fact already well at work on building out a bike parking network across the hudson river in New- in jersey city there's already a pod outside the journal square path station and in 2021 the company inked a deal with jersey city to to build An additional 29 pod throughout the Garden State Municipality. If all goes well, 25 of those will be done by the end of the year, Stewart said. But O1's progress in New York City has been slowed by bureaucracy since opening its first pod outside Atlantic Terminal in 2019. Though Mayor Eric Adams was on hand for that opening and the administration has been engaged and interested in the model. The city's Department of Transportation has been slower to embrace it than has the Port Authority. The goal is to get to a region wide network and so folks say congrats, I'm happy, but this is a step in the right direction. Stewart told AM New York Metro, we need to figure out together with our government partners, local and statewide level, how do how do we get a network? Last year, on no excuse me, O1 and DLT partnered on a temporary pilot placing mini pods on several high bike traffic corridors in Manhattan, Brooklyn, and Queens. A spokesperson for DOT declined to comment on the findings of the pilot and any any next steps in expanding bike parking citywide, only saying that the agency will have more info on more info to share soon. Uh, Stewart, a veteran of the public sector, launched All One, which is which is the Japanese word for sea urchin. After having three of his bikes stolen in, in five years, damn, five years. Damn, that sucks, man. Five years. That right there is just beyond crazy. Yeah, that's the craziest shit that I ever heard. Um, anyway, I don't know about you, but um, I don't even have a bike to go to work though, man. I don't see here's the thing with me I don't use a bike to go to work because of how far my job is, which is in, which is in car place by Glen Cove Road and Voice Road. You know what I'm saying? That's, that's not something, that's not really something I would consider because, because I'm not trying to get my shit stolen. <laughs> let's be, let's be crystal clear about that. Especially if I'm on the bus though, man. No, thank you, man. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? That, that's not fucking happening. Um, anyway, let's continue where we left off here. Yes. So <laughs> I can't believe it. Yes. He staked his fortunes on a business model, allowing users to park for free with with revenues, revenues derived from advertisements on the pod structure in order to expand cycling, not just within the moneyed class, but among New Yorkers of all backgrounds. Every billboard in the city should be financing something in return. We don't need to nickel and dime people who use bikes says stewart we are getting by making it free people out of cars we're making it easier for people to use transit and building our green future and we're financing it with contents that are not free but they are lever leveraging value Oh, let me see who came into the chat hold on let me see uh shots to the guy to the crew from the ugly guys um podcast thank you for for watching this um all right so let's continue so um though not a charitable venture stewart says he sees the pods first and foremost not as a money-making opportunity but as public infrastructure. Speaking with AM New York Metro, he compared his vision for the pods with that of bus shelters, which once were non-existent, but are now, they're now UB quishes and allow people to comfort, comfort the comfortably wait for a bus even when it's raining with bus shelters we don't say put a quarter in there and use the bus shelter said stewart we say this is a social good and for social goods we're gonna find a social mechanism to pay for it that's interesting that's very interesting right there that's actually not a bad idea though man to explore that um I will <laughs> I will say though um yeah Anyway man um jeez Anyway man um now what's this about women being laced with fentanyl? Um yeah, we're going to talk about that in a next segment right here. A next segment right here is chatting all the jazz right here man this is this is one of the most common stories that i'm hearing about people being laced with fentanyl this is fucking crazy man this is crazy okay all right so yes we're gonna talk about the five women so yeah yeah so this is from this is from abc7ny.com okay so Hackensack, new jersey law enforcement in new jersey is out with a new warning about the dangers of fentanyl laced drugs after five women overdose a mall in Hackensack. the death of michelle um edu from fentanyl is a warning signal to anyone who buys illicit drugs there has never been a more risky time in our society for people who take illicit drugs bergen county prosecutor chief of detectives jason love said Um, Dan, Dan, Edu was a 29 year old single mother who died after ingesting fentanyl along with four other women who thought it was cocaine. Each one passed out in a lower parking deck of the shops at Riverside Mall. First responders used Narcan and administered CPR to save the women who survived. Authorities say they have seen a rise in cases of drugs such as cocaine being laced with fentanyl. Fentanyl is so cheap and readily available to drug dealers that it is being added to cocaine, as in the death of Miss Edu. Bergen County Prosecutor Mark Musella said, Fentanyl can stop a person from breathing, so doctors say any amount of the synthetic drug can be dangerous. If there is a small amount of fentanyl in in a cocaine supply and a patient doesn't have any tolerance for the fentanyl, they can be hurt severely by it said Dr. Anthony Acarso of Bergen-Newbridge Medical Center. Authorities announced that two people have been arrested in connection with the sale and distribution of the drugs that killed Edu and caused her friends to lose consciousness. They identified the suspects as 48-year-old Garfield Jones and 52-year-old Robert um, McRae who were arrested on drug distribution charges (laughs) wow yeah that really sucks right there that really sucks i tell you that much um that really sucks right there that really sucks man you mean you tell me you're gonna ruin your life over some damn drugs So, but fentanyl-related overdoses are up dramatically in Bergen County and authorities say the drug does not discriminate. (laughs) Yeah, it does not. It can be found in any opioid not prescribed by a doctor. They urge the public to, to beware. This is not Russian roulette. If you take drugs or medication not prescribed from a doctor, it will contain fentanyl. Love said. Well, that's a little lesson right that's a little lesson right here to to actually that's a little lesson right there, man, to to be to be handled. Uh let's see. Okay, so so moving on to we all know what it feels like to be typecast to feel like a typecast right um ask it just alba ask it just alba right um yeah ass it just alba and he explains on deadline um why he doesn't want to be called as a black actor so here it is it just alba has stopped describing himself as a black actor, claiming the description put me in a box speaking to esquire uk in its spring issue Alba said he came to the to a realization and resolved to do something about it even if it was a small gesture we've got to grow we've got to our skin is no more than that it's just skin he said in the interview, acknowledging that he might be the first to look like me to do a certain thing. He empathized, emphasized, excuse me, and that's good to leave as part of my legacy, so that other people, black kids, but also white kids, growing up in the circumstances I grew up in, are able to see there was a kid who came from. Town who ended up doing what I do. It can be done. Um, Alba is out promoting his upcoming Netflix film, um, Luther, The Fallen, which already came out already. And it really came out already on Netflix. You can go check that out for yourself. Um, And some people chimed in i'll just read a couple right here so um this person says it's astonishing how one of my favorite actors can be so naive and ignorant as boyega intelligently said the issue is who put this who puts who puts this actors in a box how pathetic and ignorant of idris now we have the 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 usual suspects the hypocritical right-wing media happy to capitalize on this has it just ever wondered why there are magazines like ebony essence it's because there is no coverage of actors entertainers who happen to be black as a i as a black person to go to a movie because i like the actor or story not because they are white or black But the entertainment industry racism does put labels on actors who are non-white. And another person says, I love Idris Alba and love his answer. Why does everything have to be black and white? We don't see in black and white. I'm not a white man. I'm human. He's not a black man. He's human. We're all the same and we're in this together. Another person says, Turn to the Lord. He will save you, Jamaica. He is coming back. He is coming back, the black Messiah. (laughs) Ha <laughs> ha! Yeah, right. <laughs> right here. <laughs> yeah. Oh shit! That right there is a little bit. I don't know, man. That right there to me sounds like a. That's a loaded of a laugh right there, man. That's a laugh, and a bit of a stretch right there. <laughs> yeah. Oh man, um. that's a loaded of a laugh right there yeah (laughs) um okay so another person why stop there don't call label or be a man a male and after a british an African or a human take your skin off and and see just how long you will survive. Okay, I don't agree with this shit. I really don't agree with this shit right there, man. Why why would you say why the why in the flying hell would you say that shit, man? See, that's an, that's an example of um that's an example of ignorance right there, man. Like this is ridiculous. Like come on, man. Really? Um hmm yeah that's ridiculous man um let me see let me see let me see let me see what uh where did i leave off oh okay so here's another person that says just one more reason to love Idris albert and respect him too great guy great actor. his performance in beast was tremendous yes 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 everyone can make their dreams come true black white and whatever race or gender kids growing up are what's important america is the only country that always use some kind of title to separate things people wealth and put and put it in categories to make it seem that it's so damn important to be this and that but they really should be focusing on making everyone believe they are all equal so everyone can feel important so they can have the confidence to achieve the impossible so we can all so we all can advance more effectively. If it was done like so, we would be further, farther and more advanced than we are now. We as people should be a type two, three, or four civilization. hmm that's an interesting point right there and another person says only america does that does that really societies have kept people separated since the beginning a time by race class and wealth do people think about the things they say anymore and another person and another person says i totally agree with his comment as a black man myself we must we mustn't pigeon pigeonhole ourselves and just because of our pigment With his body of work, he should have considered himself an actor, not just a black actor long ago. Good job, Idris. And peace equals, um, it's absolutely amazing to me that because someone else didn't describe themselves as a white actor, this makes sense. One with the right complex skin tone can change Goldberg into Smith and assimilate right into society as as such any and every black person anywhere on the face of the of this earth will unequivalent, unequivocally been seen assessed and dealt with as a black person each and every single person breathing has the unapproachable right to think feel and do as one chooses we don't always choose reality and next person says say what you want they are still going to characterize you with an ancient in all color is color nah i don't know about that one right there him and denzel have the same take love these guys Denzel really no (laughs) i like him but it does it does not matter what he describes himself as it's what people think of him when they see him that skin just saying a king true that's what he is a role model kid role model kids and adults are in desperate need of and the king i'm disappointed i have found him a great actor you're disappointed he wants to be treated as a human being and not a color yeah thanks interest the black white um dichotomy in our society not only divides people but also insists that black people all exist in one category haitians do not want to be labeled black americans any more than a app original people in australia oh gosh man this is ridiculous neither do blacks from the uk and france let people claim their own identity without being swept into america's racial dilemma okay i agree i've always refused to refer to myself as an african-american what the hell is that america's way of drawing invisible lines amongst us to promote separation and continue oppression and regulate progress it's a stinging slap to the face if you think about it because they are insisting you identify yourself as a slave what the first of all let me just say this right. Th- okay, first of all, let me just say this though, man. <sighs> I remember somebody explained to me, um, the phrase African-American is based on the descendants of ancestors, right? You can't really, you can't really like, um, you can't really say, you can't really say that um you can't really say that um that that black Americans or African Americans don't exist. You don't need to be African American. You don't need to be from Africa to be African American. Only a moron would actually say some shit like that, man. And another thing, and another thing, let's differentiate the difference between someone who is a slave versus someone who is a hard-working person in their careers their jobs there's a big you gotta differentiate the two you gotta differentiate the two okay a slave is a person who works for free while a person who is a hard-working um person in their careers their jobs doing what they love whether you are an actor actress uh tv personality media personality uh radio personality podcaster i mean you the list just goes on you 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 know what i'm saying i just feel like the, the other comment that somebody said about pigeonholing people into one into one box or whatever based on skin color is just getting ridiculous right there it's fucking ridiculous you, f- you you know what i'm saying it's, it's just so fucking amazing that we're using our skin colors as an excuse for every situation i mean come on i mean this is just this is just gone long enough though i hate to say this though man i'll get to john boyega in a second um yeah and and I and and look and look though man i myself i'm a hard working person i work hard for my money for five years and i'm not a slave i was born and raised in the usa of new york proud to be a new yorker and I don't care what anybody says, whatsoever. I really don't care. But at this point, at this point, we gotta stop. We gotta stop using our skin, our skin pigmentation, as an excuse to, to like you know hold yourselves back. Like stop holding yourselves back based on skin color. And I'll never forget the one episode of the Tyler Banks show where, um, what really got me was the, the mother and the child were using bleaching cream because they're ashamed of their own race. You shouldn't have, listen, I get the the, the, the the nightmare that um they went through, I get it, but bleaching your skin with bleaching cream, where the fuck do you get bleaching cream from? You feel what I'm saying? Like, seriously, seriously, bleaching cream should not be the one thing you think it's gonna solve all problems it doesn't solve all fucking problems i'm sorry for going on a tangent but this is getting aggravating to me right here man and to me to me not only bleaching cream is an epic fail but to use the skin color as an excuse it's just to me it's just so fucking crazy to me man it's just fucking crazy and forgive me for and forgive me for um for um, for, for spazzing out right here man you know what i'm saying forgive me for that This is so fucking fucking crazy to me. Oh, man. Um I hope y'all understand what I was saying though, because at the end of the day, no matter what no matter what skin color you are, what I'm trying to say is no matter what skin color you are, you're still a human being first, man. You're a human being first. Period and now i know how now i know how now i know how rager hogs feel when it comes to traffic oh boy anyway anyway let me let's keep going here man um <laughs> yeah. So love this take. Yes, love Alva. His description should say great actor. Indeed. Yes. I actually agree actually I actually definitely and most definitely agree with this shit though, man. And stop pigeonholing people into one place, man. You know what I'm saying? Yes, so John boyega chimes in. Okay, so um let's see and this is from Variety right here, man. So Idris, Idris Albert Idris Alba ignited a firestorm on social media after he told Esquire UK that he has stopped calling himself a black actor because it creates limitations for his career while some accused alba of renouncing his blackness others came to the luther actor's defense and agreed with him regarding hollywood's um penchant to put labels on and stereotype black actors star wars alum john boyega recently took to twitter to tell his followers that alba's detractors were having the wrong takeaway from his comment i think we should if we should fixate on who is typecasting and putting actors in boxes because of this boy boyega wrote not on making weird adjustments for them We continuously focus on what we have to do so they don't do this or that. Very worrying. We black and that's that. Well, that's not really the case, man. That's not really the case though, man. Like I said before, man, it doesn't matter what skin pigmentation you are. You are a human being. How about embracing being a human being first over being labeled, of uh, being labeled a, a fucking black person? Like, come on, man! Like, like seriously, can we knock it off for 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 the sake of this? For the sake of this? For the sake of generalization? It's fucking ridiculous, man. Anyway, so Albert, yeah, Albert. Himself took to Twitter to tell off his detractors writing, there isn't a soul on this earth that can question whether I consider myself a black man or not. Um being an actor is a profession like being an architect, they are not defined by race. How? However, if you define your work by your race, that is your prerogative. Uh lie. In his original interview, Alba noted that as humans, we are obsessed with race and that obsession can really hinder people's aspirations, hinder people's growth. Racism should be a topic for for discussion. Sure, racism is very real, but from my perspective, it's only as powerful as you allow it to be. True, true. I stopped describing myself as a black actor when i realized it put me in a box the actor said we've got to grow we've got to our skin is no more than that if it's just skin rant over for boyega the big takeaway from albert's comment is that more people should be questioning the hollywood typecasting um typecasting that exists and puts black actors into boxes. The actor recently starred opposite Viola, Viola Davis's, um, Viola Davis in Sony's The Woman King, which nobody cared for, and he's headlining Netflix's They Clone Tyrone, um, opposite Jamie Foxx later this year. Um, And I don't know if anybody commented, so let's see. Let's see if anybody made a comment, but let me see. Anyone made a comment? Let's take a look here. Um, I don't think anybody made a comment though. Anyway, man, like I said before, man, you are a, you are a human being first, man, before your skin color, man. And stop using that as an excuse to hold yourself back. Period. That's all I got to say right here, man. I'm done with this fucking topic, man. I'm done with this topic. For real. (sighs) Yeah. One second 1 second Topic right here is um, okay. Let's see. Yes, all right. Let's talk Hurricane Chris. All right, um, yeah, let's talk Hurricane Chris. Okay, um, all right, so. According to Hip Hop DX, um, Hurricane Chris has been acquitted of the 2020 murder of 32-year-old um Danzen, Danzen, Danzeria Ferris Jr. closing arguments in the A Bay Bay Rapper's second degree murder trial took place on Tuesday, March 14th, with the Caddo Parish, Louisiana jury delivering the verdict after 9 p.m. that, that night according to wgno hurricane chris's real name is christopher dooley was found not guilty on all counts in addition to second degree murder he was also charged with illegal possession of a stolen 2016 mercedes-benz oh my wow really really though Had the jury returned a guilty verdict on the murder charge, he would have faced life in prison. Uh, Let's see. And he said in quote, I want to thank God my attorneys at the Washington and Wells law firm and my family for standing with me as my life was on the line, the rapper said in a statement to the shade room after being acquitted. They wanted to give me life if I was found guilty. Now I now I can hug my son and think about raising him to be a man. He added, this situation drained me and affected my health greatly. God, I, f- I give you all the glory. I got my life back and words can't explain how I feel. Thanks to everyone who wished me well. Um, Hurricane Chris was indicted in october 2020 in conduct in connection with the fatal shooting of ferris which occurred outside of a texaco convenience store in shreveport in june of that year responding police officers discovered ferris with multiple gunshot wounds in his chest hip and stomach he later died from his injuries at a local hospital The 5150 Ratchet rapper, who was released from jail on $500,000 bond, had long maintained his innocence, claiming he had acted in self-defense after Ferris had allegedly tried to steal his vehicle. The car itself later turned out to be stolen from Texas. Hmm. um hello world hello world hello world he said in a video after um posting bond i'm sure you got the news by now i was involved in a very unfortunate incident on friday morning a very unfortunate incident i want to thank everybody who's been praying for for the family of the deceased and everybody who's been praying for my family um okay he continued in quote, after a good thorough invest investigation, my name will be cleared. Let God work. Watch God work. God bless. Thank you. During the trial, which began on March 8th, prosecutors reportedly speculated that Hurricane Chris gunned down Ferris because he was too close to the $10,000 he had in his car. Hmm. $10,000 is a lot of money, though. Um the rappers um legal team meanwhile claimed he had attempted to wound not kill Ferris and asked that their client not be convicted because of his celebrity status. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I get it. I get it. Anyway goodness he's uh he's uh yeah good goodness he's out though anyway um so let's see young miami's um and bmf which stands for black mafia family so young miami's admin debut on bmf which is black mafia family last week is the gift that keeps on giving content creators and people ready to crack jokes about the city girls rapid lack of acting chops have been going in the memes and videos <laughs> the fucking memes is so funny man that's the whole purpose of this shit though man all right so <laughs> um the latest viral crypt Clip involving the infamous scene finds a music producer turning the clip into a hood musical <laughs> on Monday night, March 13th. TikTok user um Casa Casa Music, who's known for remixing viral clips on TikTok, shared his latest creation, which makes use of the BMF clip that had that has had the internet going nuts. In the clip, B.M.F. character Deanna, Deanna Washington, rather, as played by Young Miami, gives her now, gives her now famous lines: "Meach, where's my husband? Ty, why? And I want whoever did this to pay." Casati music chops the vocals and puts them over a trap sounding instrumental. You can peep the hilarious clip (laughs) in the video below. Oh, wow. (laughs) Oh, shit. Young Miami's acting skills were mercilessly um, clowned following her debut on the show on March 10th bruh young miami is the worst actress ever if i didn't know it was bmf i would think that scene when she slapped Meech was on Tubi. one person tweeted please give actors and actresses the chance to be on the show on this show another post on the topic read no more guest star no more guest star rappers that can't act we already let let it slide with bad acting lala but that young miami is not it young miami confidently reacted to the bad reviews on social media the more they hate the more opportunities come it's only the beginning for me she wrote in the post ah man this is terrible this is so terrible man like really like really though this is the most terrible thing that we hear to Upcoming people who are trying to do certain stuff. Look, um, for those that's hating right now, don't understand the process of how to cast somebody. It doesn't matter if they're if they're famous or or not. It doesn't matter. I mean, y'all motherfuckers talk about diversity. Y'all the same people who y'all the same motherfuckers who basically tried to cancel the fucking Apu character from the Simpsons. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? This is so fucking hypocritical, man. You know what I'm saying? You talk about inclusiveness, but but at the same time, but at the same time like <laughs> like like I previously said before, man, in episodes ago that you you look for diversity in the wrong places, man. You know what I mean? And and it's just Enough with the fucking woke police, man. Damn. Enough with that shit. Like, you know, the more you the more you do the woke police shit, like, (laughs) the harder it's going to be to you know you know not only get opportunities, but you basically are just holding back because oh, because she's a music, she's a music artist. So what? Did you know that music artists can actually have acting chops through fucking not just free not freestyling, but improvisation, man? Like you can't go wrong with that shit, man. Like come on, man. Like watch B M F for yourself, man. Don't worry about the fucking critics, man. Like seriously, man. Fuck the critics. Like the more you The more you um do all that extra shit, the more you're gonna fall flat on your fucking face, man. Seriously. Oh no, this is so fucking ridiculous, man. Like, really? (laughs) Like it's so fucking ridiculous, man. I can't like this is this this is ridiculously disgusting man with all this stupid hate that's going on in the world right now yeah that part right there man that part right there (laughs) that part right there um (laughs) oh man anyway man on to the next topic here man what we have here is um Here's what we have next to cover. Yes. Yes, so let's talk about Spotify's program. All right, let's talk about that. All right. Um, And this is according to XXLMag.com. So, Spotify has expanded their Discovery Mode program to offer artists to a, a chance to receive more exposure on their streaming platform in exchange for a, lo- a lower royalty rate. Last Wednesday of March 8th, Spotify announced their aug- um aug- augmented program during their stream on event ceo daniel ek described discovery mode as an entirely new and updated spotify experience how does discovery mode work um through the spotify for artists tool artists and labels enter their primary songs into discovery mode and add them to the platform's algorithms that determine personalized listening sessions. Spotify will monitor how listeners are engaging with a particular song and provide a detailed analysis. While labels can continue to access discovery mode through our team, I'm excited that discovery mode is now available directly within Spotify for artists today. Joe Hadley, the stream is global head of artist partnership and audience said on wednesday via billboard now thousands of independently distributed artists and labels have access to discovery mode spotify's updated discovery mode program has received some mixed reactions some artists and managers see it as a way for artists to get their music in front of as many listeners as possible i am someone who has Benefited from using Spotify's Discovery Mode before it was public. Wrote one musician on Twitter. I am also someone who is now comfortably a full-time musician because of because of it. The lower, the lower royalty rate is nowhere near as bad as you think it is. Hmm. And that's what Piff Marty says. However, some music and artist advocacy organizations view the Discovery Mode program as a digital a digital form of payola that will lead to lower to lower royalties for artists and creators on Spotify. Hashtag Spotify stream on now touting Discovery Mode, which is negatively an attempt to cut artists' pay in exchange for algorithmic um, boosting. It's clearly an abusive business practice that harms workers and audiences. The Federal Trade Commission must investigate Twitter Future of Music Coalition, a music and artist advocacy group. Hmm. It will be interesting to see how Spotify will convince artists and labels that the benefits of using their discovery mode program. Well, uh, let's see what else. Um, I'm actually going to let me see, let me see, let me see. Uh, what else? Hold on a minute here. So, let me see, let me see, let me see, let me see. So, let me see what else can I um find the statements. Um Okay. Let's get into the statements that people were saying on Twitter. Okay, so um so, Ashley Carmen um, says, um, update on, on Discovery Mode, which lets artists accept a lower royalty rate for an algorithmic push. Joe says, in the first month, listen to save songs 50% more often and follow an artist 37% more often when the mode is used. Now, artists now all artists can access discovery mode not just labels going through their relationships and this one is from future of coalition here's what we said about discovery last year hearing that spotify is starting to send around submission information for discovery mode it's new page suppression scheme it's perhaps the most brazenly anti-competitive form of payola we've seen in digital music. Um, Eski83 says, everyone seems to be mad at Spotify for discovery mode, but y'all should be mad that this tool is only available for selected artists. This is what's really upsetting, not the 30% they cut from the extra streams they generate. I don't know anybody in in my circle who has access you and Verite says people saying discovery mode is payola are ignoring the fact that the entire music industry is essentially payola this is payola for the independent players while the major labels buy their spots at the top and um of course pop Base says spotify officially announced discovery mode in exchange for lore Lower royalty rates. Artists can use the program to gain more algorithmic exposure through Spotify Radio and audio play. And I'm gonna make make this a question actually. And all oh, that stuff right there. So um, pop base also yeah. I already read that one right there. So um, so so another person says in exchange for nobody asked for this spotify just give them more money so another person says wait hold on so Sobolick, aka the perk loop princess says disgusted by spotify's discovery mode encouraging forcing artists to take an even lower royalty than they, than the already abysmal standard for an algorithmic push. Desperate move by a company whose only aim is to turn music into a lost leader for selling invasive personal data. When an artist turns on Discovery Mode for a song, Spotify charges a commission on streams of that song in areas of the platform where Discovery Mode is active all other streams of the same song in other areas of the platform are commission free um frost fm music says day 11 of spotify's um discovery mode if the pace keeps up i figure it might increase two to 2.5 um times from here by the end of the month i noticed Yesterday I had the most streams listen listeners in a day in my Spotify's entire history. I'll see if this keeps up with next month's campaign. And he also this person's um Frost FM music also says um they t- yeah, 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 I already did that. Um Day 12 of testing Spotify's um discovery mode. Hit another goal of mine, which was trying to get half a million streams per month. Um, That's neat. Radio listeners are, are really coming in hard. After I'm done testing, experimenting with discovery mode, radio seems like the best thing to aim for. Not all the time. Yes and no. I'm um, not all the time, but yes and no so thanks spotify usa you just made it a whole lot harder for independent artists um and chas um kiss my chas (laughs) it says a new artist um the little money not going to make a difference but gaining lifetime fans will use that fan base to to then funnel into shows and merch um, because that's where the money is for indies. Don't lose sight of the bigger picture. And another person says, why would any artists give up their royalties for this? That's a good question. That's a good question. I am going to pose a question about this, actually. Um, I'll pose a question about Spotify discovery mode program for, um, artists hmm yeah i'll talk about that i'll talk i'll actually make a question about this so don't you worry about that one right there Um, let's see let's see let me make sure i covered the bases yes yes we can talk about ray romano yes we can talk about ray romano And this is from qns.com, one of, one of the sites that I also um, use for my um, topics to look for. And Forest Hills native, I didn't even know he was from Forest Hills, which is in Queens, by the way. Forest Hills native Ray Romano will be releasing his comedy drama Somewhere in Queens, April 21st, 2023, which is this month, after directing, writing, and starring in the film somewhere in queens follows a simple blue collar family deeply rooted in their italian american heritage similar to many queens natives um yes yes um leo russo played by romano finds himself tearing his family apart trying to turn his son's successful high school basketball career into a scholarship Romano's son in the movie Sticks, portrayed by Jacob Ward, planned to work for the family construction business until a scout offers the young basketball star options. Um, When girlfriend Danny from Forest Hills, played by Sadie Stanley, breaks up with sticks, he loses his motivation. Romano's character attempts to keep his son on track by asking Danny to continue going out with him, a move that inevitably backfires on the well-meaning father. Oof. Damn. It isn't so, man. That's that has to that has to really suck, man. That has to really suck, though, man. Like, <laughs> like you know, like I know what it's like to be fucking. Um, I know what it's like to be rejected, especially in this movie. <laughs> especially in this movie right here, and that's that's pretty interesting, right there. Um, <laughs> damn son, damn, damn. oh man (laughs) yeah oh man that right there is just crazy that's crazy right there man you know that's you know that really screams a red flag right here it really does yeah that screen's a red flag right there man all right so let's continue (laughs) damn oh man okay all right let's continue where we left off here so it's fair to say that many viewers will resonate with this film whether it's someone with italian american roots a Queens resident who recognizes their neighborhood or anyone with an overbearing family that cares just a little too much. Romano's family has deep roots in Forest Hills. His mother, um, Luciana uh, Fortini, 14, grew up and lived on Exeter Street. She graduated from Forest Hills High School in 1945 at the age of 16. In 1953, she married Albert Romano, a successful engineer and real estate agent. They rented for a brief time on Burn Street in In 1956, while many young families were moving to brand new homes in suburban Nassau County, they decided to buy a humble 1,590 square foot house at 70-17 Nansen Street. Romano, born in 1957, went to um, went to um, Archbishop um, Malloy High School in Briarwood for his freshman and sophomore years. Um, Briarwood is in Queens, New York. For those of you who may not know where that area is, it's not that far from Jamaica, Queens. He transferred to Hillcrest High. Ironically, a few scenes in somewhere in Queens were filmed at one. Of Molly's uh, rival Catholic high schools, Christ the King Regional High School in Middle Village. And in the early 1980s, while studying to be an accountant at Queen's College and holding down a series of part-time jobs, Romano started performing stand up comedy in New York City, New York clubs. New York clubs, according to Britannica. Romano went on to win a citywide comedy contest in 1989, which brought him valuable exposure. In 1990, Romano made his first national television appearance on MTV's Half-Hour Comedy Hour, but it wasn't until his appearance on The The Late Show with David Letterman in 1995 that he got his big break. Letterman had his production company, Worldwide Pants Incorporated, incorporated <laughs> wait, a wait a minute 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 let me rewind this right here did, did i just read here his 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 company uh worldwide pants incorporated <laughs> yeah oh shit um yes so developed the sitcom everybody loves raymond around romano's comedy the first episode aired on september 13th 1996 and a year later it became among the most watched shows on american television yes wow let's make some noise for ray romano man yes the guy's a legend man you can't go wrong with a legend you cannot go wrong with a legend right there man um anyway man (laughs) um let's get to let me see what we have left yes let's get to our eat and drink story hang on a second man hang on one second all right let me set this up right here let me set this up right here okay our next segment right here is called munchies and drinks get into our story and Munchies and Drinks segment. Um, this is pertaining to the businesses in foods and beverages. And here is a story um, that I want y'all to hear. Um, okay, so according to ammy.com slash eat and drink last week i heard i had the fantastic pleasure of dining with two of new york's most charismatic and notable personalities rick mcguire creative m- mind behind the viral social media social media pages what is new york and subway creatures and scary jones oh man the beloved radio personality on z100 new york's number one hit music station we gathered at ainsley um a giant italian restaurant wine bar and beer garden in the heart of the lower east side which is in manhattan new york warm hold on warmly welcomed by our host shane we were immersed in an an unforgettable experience from start to finish. The atmosphere was warm and inviting, complete with friendly staff, refreshing drinks, and a lively ambiance. We kicked off the night with some of the restaurant's signature cocktails, including the Spicy Like Me, a real hit with its perfect blend of sweetness and spice complemented by a bottle of their signature red wine. The menu was a true work of art with a variety of tantalizing dishes that left us in awe. From the crispy arancini to the succulent shrimp scampi served with grilled country bread, every dish was a flavor explosion. Ooh, flavor explosion. Interesting flavor explosion. Yes, flavor explosion. The house made, um. Pappardelle with braised work ragu was savory and delicious, and, and the free range hanger steak was cooked to perfection. The margarita and salty boca pizzas roasted in a wood oven were the epidome of balance with the right amount of sauce, cheese, and toppings. one of the highlights of the the evening was getting to converse with rick and skiri two individuals who have been narrating the media in different mediums radio and social media they each brought their unique perspectives to the table and it was fascinating to hear how the way media is consumed has evolved over the years we talked about platforms like TikTok and instagram and how they have given rise to a new generation of content creators, um, allowing for a more diverse range of perspectives to be shared. We delved into the challenges and opportunities faced by creators in the digital age, discussing the power of engagement and the importance of authenticity, which is what I do right here on podcast shows right here. You know what I'm saying? You know, I'm a type of person who doesn't really, think about gimmicks I don't like thinking about gimmicks as far as a TikTok or anything I mean no not to the people that's doing that shit for money and shit but but at the same time like I like originality man when it comes to when it comes to um content creations you know what I'm saying and <laughs> that's just and that's just me man you know i mean tiktok is not really my cup of tea after after hearing that um that they have some cyber bullying shit going on like this is not that's not really for me man <laughs> it's just not fucking for me man after what i've been through so anyway <laughs> anyway um anyway let's get let's continue as we indulge in the in the delicious food and drinks we laughed We laughed, shared stories, and simply enjoyed each other's company, making us feel like old friends reunited. We reminisced about our favorite moments in New York, the unforgettable characters we've encountered, and the city's ever-evolving dynamics. And to top off an already incredible evening, Shane even treated us to a sneak peek of, of Ainsley Bowery's Underground Lounge where they Host burlesque burlesque shows once a month. Burlesque shows, wow. Skiri couldn't contain his excitement about Ainsley Bowery, stating, love the vibe of the new Ainsley Bowery. Perfect spot for a big group. The, The food was on point and perfect for sharing. I gotta come back for that burlesque show. Rick McGuire also added to the praise, great sharing great cocktails and better food. The staff goes the extra mile for you and I'll definitely be returning. So if you are booked looking for an unforgettable night filled with delicious food, refreshing drinks, and great company, Ainsley Bowery is the place to be. Special thanks to Shane for being the the perfect host and making our evening even more memorable. It was a night to remember, full of laughter, great food, and endless surprises, reminiscent of a classic sitcom. Of course, if you lo- if you are in the New York area and you'd like to check out this place, Ains- Ainsley Bowery is located at 199 Bowery, New York, New York, 10002. I suggest you look up the, the train lines that goes to Bowery so you can check out the place as far as the food and everything in between on their menu. So you can check that out too. So check out. Ansley Bowery. All right, there you go, right there, folks. Um, all right, so let's. We're gonna get into. All right, so. Hang on a minute here. Let me see how much time we got here. Okay. All right. I think I could sneak in another segment right here, man. I think I could sneak in another segment right here. And this is Podcast Free Game Mechanisms right here, man. I need to actually do this because it's been a minute since I actually um, you know, helped y'all with some guidance and everything else in between. So, with everything in between, um I'd like to guide you through some things some important stuff so here is podcast free game mechanisms and let's get to it right now okay let's start with this y'all know the deal right here man this is where i i have the opportunity to help y'all um into some key important things that you need to start a podcast right here right um for those of you that's interested in making a podcast like myself who has three podcast shows under under my belt um i'm here to actually help you with that the first equipment that you need to to start your own show is some headphones. And you need you definitely need a microphone like I'm using right here, which is for, which is a model that I'm using called the Alvoxcon A800. This is I actually bought this from um, Target. Um not Amazon, Target. Um and of course it doesn't have to be anything too expensive you can get a yeti microphone which i hear is pretty good and of course the Alvoxcon a800 which is where i actually um is where i actually bought it um it has good sound quality when it comes to your microphones and of course the most important thing when it comes to you to you recording podcast episodes is that you are like two to three feet inches away from the microphone. So you don't have to worry about any fucking feedback or any um in and out audio audio recordings. All right. So and another thing that you need is um, a laptop. A laptop that you use for your live streams. And this is where I segue into StreamYard, which is what I use. So StreamYard, for those of you who may not who are new, StreamYard is a software that that is supported by um, the YouTube channels, three YouTube channels that I have. Um, one right here, which is what I'm using, which is G Money Stikes 545, is where you where you can listen to the New York episodes right here. Um, alongside with my sports platform on YouTube which is excellent fun vibrant talks podcast and on top of that there's meticulous vibe juice podcast the review show which is what I do too and and of course and of course um you can use you can use um, Facebook you can use LinkedIn which I don't really use technically I don't use that you can also use twitch, and you can also use um Facebook. You can also use um YouTube as well. And what I like about Streamyard is that you get to invite up to six people, which is the free version. The other version you're gonna have to pay if you're gonna do more than six people. So, um, so yeah. And on top of that, um, I want to say about. When it comes to coming up with a unique name, you want to come up with a unique name for your podcast. Um, alongside with having a story behind it and why you name you listen, you have to have your your hows, your whys, your whats, your whens, all that stuff in between to explain why what inspired you and motivated you to start a podcast and stuff like that we all out there trying to motivate one another and inspire one another we're not trying to tear each other down you know what i mean it's just it's just not it's not really worth you know tearing tearing each other down over thumbnails on youtube no comments and stuff like that but guess what though motherfuckers every fucking body starts from the bottom like drake says in his song start from the bottom now now we here and it's pretty it's pretty interesting that i kept that in mind though because you know there's no need for you to be there's no need for you to be jealous though and and for all you podcaster and content creators, don't worry about those who are jealous of you and, and and saying all these mean shits about you and your content or whatever. And I remember um take I remember um taking a tip from somebody um um who is from Brooklyn and by the way by the way um I remember this and, and she told me that it doesn't matter what content it is that you're creating. It's a, like for me, it's about going with the flow on how you create your content. It doesn't matter what type it is, as long as you're being yourself, you're being your, being authentic, you're being organic, you're being natural to yourself and what you're creating. Don't worry about the gimmicky trends on TikTok and shit like that, though, man. All that shit is just, it's just a way to think that you're going to be, um, you know, <laughs> well known and famous and shit. Well, guess what? Fame doesn't last forever. The only thing that lasts forever is the consistency, long, longevity of your career, um, and everything else in between. So that's just my take on that one right there, man. And And there is no right or wrong way to do a podcast, okay? you know what i'm saying and and for me in my experience of of having the experience and pleasure to gain a skill in podcasting and being behind a microphone which i'm pretty proud of right now up to this day um because of the fact that i was able to to stick to um stick to not just what i know but to be able to gain the skill and niche and create a lane for myself as far as, um, anything input in, in between. So I'm not going to really worry about, um, people who have more subscribers and all that other stuff. And, and do you know how many people who have over thousands of subscribers who, who put on an act, but really Pretend that they're supporting you, but they really not man. So you might want to be careful on On the type of attention you're trying to attract because there's a difference between good attention and there's bad attention You know what I'm saying and of course and of course um in the last segment, our breakdown where you can listen to the podcast episodes and everything in between, and of course, where you could download it and all that great stuff, right there. So, so yeah, that was your podcast free game mechanisms right here. We are gonna go to our next segment, our last segment, which is stream choices on the go. Everybody run for the hills, man. Yes. (laughs) I'm joking, folks. I'm joking, folks. You know what I'm saying? I'm just joking. (laughs) I'm joking right here, man. You know what I mean? I'm really joking. So that's what it is right there, man. But... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yes 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 so you want to show your you want to show some support why don't you go ahead and show your love by following off the meat rack chains new york podcast on facebook and instagram and alongside with on um, my other shows that i do which is my sports platform which is Hang on a second. Yeah, sorry about that. I had to lower the volume because of the loud car. Anyway, man, yes. Of course, excellent, fun, vibrant talks podcast is on YouTube as well as meticulous via juice podcast as well as on YouTube and of course on um, Instagram as well. And you can follow your homie right here, G Money Stacks 555 in Queens, New York on there. Turn your notifications for updates and more information, new new episodes being dropped and all that great stuff. So stay tuned. And of course, 253 um, typecast episode will be dropped tomorrow. And I will come up with a question in regards to um Spotify and um the whole typecasting shit with um with the whole thing with Edges Alba and all that other stuff. So I will come up with that question. It's gonna be a two-parter actually. So um stay tuned for that right there. And speaking of speaking of stay tuned, um speaking of stay tuned, let me just say this though, man. Um if you go to the link and borrow. It's going to say link tree slash g money stacks 555 and what you're going to see there is a whole list of audio stream platforms which includes um which includes um which includes audacity um audible audio burst amazon music breaker Bullhorn FM, CastBox FM, Deezer, Listen Notes, Moon FM Podcast, Player FM, Pocket Cast, Podbabe, Podfriend, Podhound, Podopolo, Podorama, Podcast Index, Podcast Attic, Podchaser, Podverse, Podcast Guru, Podvine, Spotify, Spotify for Podcasters, um, aka Anchor, Stitcher, tune in radio google podcast radio public iheartradio radio the number one app for music radio and podcast and you don't need a credit card to to download iHeartRadio radio or any other apps whatsoever and of course make sure you subscribe too and and of course make sure you 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 follow and subscribe to my other shows that I do, which is excellent fun, vibrant talks, podcast, sports edition show. And of course, be sure to um, follow my other, my other show that I do, which is meticulous vibe juice podcast review show. And, and of course, finally, last but not least, make sure you go ahead and grab that subscribe, the subscribe button for me on, my youtube channel page Stacks 555 where you see all the new york episodes on there uploaded and posted to the channel page click on the noty noty bell so you and alerts so you can be reminded on when the show goes in the air via live stream along with the time and date and everything um stay tuned for more via content upcoming episodes previous episodes and listen stream Watch the episodes in case you miss any of them whatsoever. Don't you worry, I got y'all covered. And of course, be sure to share the episodes, share the videos, download these episodes. Very important. Tell friend to another friend. Spread the word. Word of mouth is word of mouth is important. And of course, and of course. Um, make sure you follow the link that says Linktree slash gmoneystacks555 and and the podcast with your husbands, your wives, your boyfriends, girlfriends, the people you are cool with from work, whether you meet them from um, festivities, um, festivities, carnivals, amusement parks, parties, block parties, barbecues, wherever you meet new people all right and that's gonna do it man i'm your man G Money stacks aka the Greg-inator. thank you so much for listening and tuning in and rocking with me on episode 253 um titled typecast and and of course and of course um remember the grind doesn't stop hard work pays off um being on your grind on doing what you, doing what you love to do is very important and don't don't worry about the fucking um ignorant haters man you, you don't need them ignorant fucks um also also be sure to be sure to um, be sure to rate. on pod chaser pod friend and spotify make sure you share the episodes on spotify as well as other streaming platforms as well and and also find your voice create a lane for you create a lane for yourself be confident be consistent with your craft whatever whatever you're trying to create whether it is a business whether it's a radio show whether it's podcasting like i'm doing or any or anything else whatsoever you know what i'm saying and and of course um and of course um you know authenticity is very important being organic and natural is very important not the gimmicky shit on tick tock which is no not to the people who's who's making money off of tick tock but don't worry about the gimmick the gimmicky shit though man don't worry about that man just be you be you nobody can do it for you and in the words of ivy rivera you don't need people to validate you man you gotta validate your fucking self and i always keep that in mind because because, you know, as I was like, you know, trying to, you know, get past the whole cyber bullying thing and the mean stuff that was said to me about my thumbnail and everything else in between, because look, I'm going to fucking keep going, man. I'm here to stay. I'm not going anywhere, man. And I made a commitment into doing this and I'm not giving up because at the end of the day, at the end of the day, I'm doing me, I'm being successful as it is, because there's no blueprint. There's no right or wrong way to being successful. And and on top of that, you don't if you didn't ask for f- fucking criticism, don't fucking don't fucking bother, man. You know what I'm saying? If you didn't ask for that shit, don't fucking bother. Just continue your success. Be you, be the best you can be. Validate yourself. And what gets and and of course confidence consistency um that and of course find something that you love to do that that gets you on your p's and q's into your zone along with tunnel vision all right i'm about to wrap this up right here i hope y'all enjoy this episode and this episode will be dropped tomorrow um, hopefully. And in the near future, I am going to explain what's going on behind Spotify for podcasters. Don't worry. Stay tuned for that one right there. And I will put up a question in regards to um, in regards to Spotify and the whole Idris Albert thing um, in between. So stay tuned for that one right there in the meantime um before i go let me just give a shout out to somebody real quick all right so shouts to bria cinderella hey hey how you feeling man i haven't seen you on the picocha app in a minute but i've been going through some stuff though man i need to take some time for me so I'm actually getting better, in case you're wondering, whatsoever, um, I am getting better. I got to take care of my mental health and everything else in between. And you know, um, and you know, sometimes, as I always say, from another person, from what um, another streamer um, told me, shout outs to Ella, man, from Pococha, who said, that there's no such thing as a person who is positive 24/7. That's unrealistic, and 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 to the fact that you know, being a human being is not about just having a good behavior. It's all about um, everything in between. Of course, there's you know, you you're good, the bad, and the ugly. So just because a person is angry or or going through dark times. Going through the bad, going through the ugly times or whatever does not mean they're a bad person. They're just going through some shit. So, so just you know, you know, yes, there's a balance in everything. There's a balance mechanism in everything and stuff like that. But also, you know, you know, do the best you can to be the best human human being you could be. And and of course, um the compassion compassion helps empathy helps to a, to a, to an extent so you know what i'm saying so yeah um, let me take a look and see yes that's going to do it right here man i hope y'all enjoyed your, your um your april fools day weekend and of course i know y'all probably looking forward to easter weekend so i'm going to be looking up some stuff for y'all to do for the easter weekend all right and next week i will be um going over um how the super mario brothers movie which is which is animated which is the animated film which is different from the live action folks uh we go over how it did in the box office and everything else in between. So, and like I said, in episode 249, you don't need to be fucking Italian to play a a fictional character. All right. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? So just see the movie for yourselves, man. Don't worry about spectators and all the other stuff who don't want to adapt to change, man. So that's just, that's just my, um, that's just my um my message right here, man. So, other than that, other than that, let me just go out, go out with a bang right here. Yeah. So. I'm up out of here, man. Peace and one love. Enjoy the rest of your week and enjoy the rest of your Easter weekend and everything else in between. Good night, everybody. n-y-p-o-d-c-a-s-t alongside with my primary instagram handle G Money Stacks 555 in queens new york and go to the youtube channel G Money Stacks 555 be sure to click the subscribe button grab the notification bell so you can be reminded on when the show goes in the air live via live stream more video content upcoming episodes Breaker, Deezer, Listen Notes, Player FM, Pocket Cast, Podbay, Podfriend, Podcast Addict, Podorama, Podchaser, Reason FM, Spotify, Stitcher, TuneIn Radio, Google Podcasts, Amazon Music, iHeartRadio, and YouTube. I'm G Money Stacks and thank you listeners and watchers for tuning into the podcast. One love.